Thank you for coming to today's workshop of Lockhart Anonymous. We have Mark Houston for about 15 minutes illustrating some key points about the fourth dimension of existence. Uh, it's beautifully said, and I love the, uh, the camaraderie, the effectiveness, and the wisdom that AA has for us, that our family has. Did you know we're, we're three billion, excuse me, three million strong of networking? Fabulous, fabulous network, you know, working on the things that kills a human being. <clears throat> Pride, ego, selfishness, uh, not knowing God. In the 12-step program, <clears throat> it's not about drinking. It's not about our, our deficiencies, but it's about contacting a higher power at a higher level. Let's go ahead and open with prayer before we listen to Mark Houston, which is only about 15 minutes. <clears throat> he calls it Steel on Steel, Fourth Dimension of Existence. Cool title, isn't it? This was published back in October 14, 2012. Let's pray. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. Amen. Here's Mark. And do I recommend somebody do Steel on Steel? My experience is, Steel on Steel, for those of you who don't know, I, I was going to talk about this later on, and, and we will go into it more detail. Steel on Steel is basically like a fifth step. It's you getting together and you have spiritual commitment with each other to pull each other towards God. All right? Which means, for me, my experience is, you need to have a relationship with God. And so until you've done inventory, you don't have a relationship with God. So I like to tell people that if you want to do steel on steel, finish your amends. Get through the ninth step and go do it. I've seen people that are almost done with their amends who are able to start steel on steel, although it's few and far between. Guys that are still carrying guilt and remorse of the harms and they haven't cleaned it up, their ego will use that and they'll get into steel on steel. And next thing you know, it's three years later and they still haven't finished up the last three amends. Finish the amends and then jump into steel on steel. And it's like doing a regular inventory on a regular basis. At least that's my experience. What's yours with them, Mark? Uh, it's uh, it's the very same uh, as iron sharpens iron so one man or one woman sharpens another um, I'll share a little bit about that right now I guess why not um, when I got down to Kerrville, Texas in 91, 92 I guess uh, and Chris can tell you this um, I guess I'd been down there about two years and I got very very clear that my self delusion and sobriety had almost killed me and I also got very clear that the idea of one man say a sponsor being able to help me with that uh, was placing a burden on someone that they I had no business placing so uh, you know I was doing some 11 step reading uh, one night and uh, I like to read Proverbs I like stories I, you know and, and Proverbs is stories but so I'm reading Proverbs and Proverbs 27 17 says as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. And uh, man, that, that, that wouldn't lead me. And so I thought, you know, I'm going to do something with that. So I got a hold of Chris and another gentleman I sponsor, uh, Dale, and another man, uh, uh, Dan, and uh, trying to think of who else. It seemed to me there's one other one. Oh, yeah, the gentleman at that time who had some of the longest sobriety in that town, uh, who incidentally, after a period of time, left steel on steel because his ego could not handle it. He could not handle the considerations that he was posed by somebody who was much younger in sobriety than him. 
<laughs> and so uh, we had the first meeting, and uh, basically, uh, here's the format that we utilize. We like to open with some meditation. Um, today I have a two-page uh, form that I use, and uh, we use timers. One of the things that, that I've learned, again, I guess this is about simplicity, but um, I'm a bullet person, and uh, alcoholics, I, I can always tell when an alcoholic is, is going to justify selfishness because before they ever get to what it is they're going to tell me, they, they go through a 15-minute explanation laying out the nine-course dinner, and then they tell me what I'm going to eat, and I, that really makes me gun-shy. So in Steel on Steel, we use a timer, and you only get 10 minutes, and we start out in... And, and currently what we do right now is I talk about, first of all, where am I exactly with the circle and triangle? How many meetings have I gone to? Right now I'm meeting every two weeks uh, with two men. How many meetings have I gone to in the last 14 days? In the last 14 days, this is back to discipline is the horse I ride. How many morning prayers did I do? How many morning meditations? How long were these meditations? Um, how many evening reviews did I do? Uh, am I doing a written evening review? How many evening meditations did I do? What was the length of those? Um, where are each of the people I sponsor in the steps? Uh, am I accountable as a sponsor? Am I accountable to someone? Specifically, what step am I on? Um, and then it goes on, uh, once, once they're, they're done asking questions about the strict disciplines of 10, 11, and 12, then it goes on to say, uh, are you having any problems in relationships, i.e., work, co-workers, AA, etc.? Uh, uh, then it says, uh, what's going on in your significant other relationship? Uh, then it gets into money. Are you planning to spend any money over $200? We threw that in there right now because two of the uh, men that I'm doing this with have unfinished financial amends. So... Right now, they both have everything they need. So if they are, they, I got them to agree that before they'll ever spend any sum of money over 200, they'll call the other two men and seek counsel because what that means is, since they still owe amends, they would be once again stealing from these same people they've already stolen from once. And and they're, you know, so that's in there. Are you planning any purchases over $200? Um, see, I can see some of you already going, who wants that kind of accountability, right? <laughs> Um, in there is your physical health. What's going on with your physical health? Uh, and we talk about that. Uh, when I started Steel on Steel, uh, um, I weighed probably about 250 pounds. I had great medical insurance and I hadn't had a physical in probably 10 years. Um, I mean, it was unbelievable to us. And so we begin to ask these questions. And, uh, uh, I'm here to tell you as a result of steel and steel, I get yearly physicals every year, dermatologist. Uh, I take good care of myself in, in that area with the exception of smoking. Um, so the physical health piece is on there. What are you doing with that? Uh, then we like to work with the definition of honesty. Say what you do, do what you say. How you been doing with that? Say what you do, do what you say. See, And you take a look at that every area of your life. Are you getting to work on time, etc.? Then the last question on the form that we use is, do you keep your word? And then we've got some little reminders. Use the word consider, uh, done in love, um, that kind of stuff. Then what happens is um, uh, I shut the timer off, I pull out a notebook, and those two men, based on everything that I've shared, will ask me to consider 
some things. See, uh, give you an example um, of some of some of the uh, considerations. One that they gave me about a month ago is they wanted me to consider a lot less travel and a lot more involvement in AA where I live. So I write that down. Consideration, and of course I'm sober much longer than both these guys, so I have to look at them and thank them. Because our agreement is you cannot defend because the ego wants to defend. Uh, what else did they ask me to uh, consider? Uh, they asked me to consider that maybe I was working uh, with too many people, that I was placing too much of a burden on myself with my, with my career and trying to work out and do this and do that and do that. So I'm writing these considerations down. Uh, when, when we're done with that, then what I did is for... Uh, the next two weeks, I took those considerations into prayer and meditation. And uh, I can tell you that I made some decisions off that. That very next week, I went to five meetings. See, steel and steel allows me to defeat my ego and use it to my benefit. If you all think I'm showing up at steel and steel with two guys with less sobriety, and, and they're going to confront me again about not having enough meetings in my own hometown, you are wrong. <laughs> I'm going to go to that meeting even if I don't want to be there. See, that's how steel and steel can benefit. But I'll tell you off that already, uh, I did cancel a bunch of stuff. Uh, I can't, steel and steel is one of the most important practices I've ever had in my life. And I've had it pretty well consistently since about 1994. That kind of accountability, unbeknownst to me, where you got to understand, if, if you do what I'm talking about, there isn't any secrets in your life, are there? And, and they're asking you to consider things. And really, over the years, what it did is uh, it opened, it just totally opened up my ego, if you will. But most alcoholics, when they hear about this format, they don't want anything to do with it because we lead secret lives. Financial, you know, you, you name it. And we don't, we don't want that kind of accountability. Uh, my self-delusion, my unwillingness to face that kind of accountability, I told you where it got me in 10 years. Uh, I love that kind of accountability. I love that kind of kind of discipline. Now understand something else. We do steal and steal uh, from an avenue of love. Uh, I'm not here to try and tell anyone what they have to do with their life. By virtue of self-delusion, meaning I fall asleep dreaming I'm awake, <laughs> steal and steal is about, are you asleep to this? See? I was asleep to the idea that as you begin to get older in your life, it's probably a good idea to go get a yearly physical so that by the time you find out you have cancer, your whole body's not full of it. Just little simple things like that that I was asleep to, right? So that's what we do. Like we currently uh, uh, meet uh, every uh, two weeks. Um, but as you can see, it covers every area of my life. Now, I, I, there's a strange thing about this. Uh, is surprisingly enough, the first half of this form that I like to use is all the things that we need to do is stay in fit spiritual condition, right? Now, strangely enough, uh, when I report and I'm doing all those things, the second half of my life, which is uh, I'm in the world to play the role that God has assigned, it seems very clean and very smooth and very peaceful. Surprisingly enough, when the first half has a bunch of holes in it, like I only meditated two times last week. I went to one meeting. Uh, I'm not sure what step I'm on. I'm not working with anyone. It is incredible what the bottom half looks like, meaning your job and relationships and physical health. And so when, when I meet with, with the men that I work with, uh, 
and, and I do that fairly religiously, they always bring that form with them. And they know me well enough. If they got a bunch of holes in the top half, I will not talk to them about the bottom half. Don't talk to me about your relationship with your girlfriend when you've been unwilling to do the disciplines of 10 to 11 for a week. Get out of my house. See? Get out of my house. I'm not going to talk about it. It's just dribble. It's a waste of time. See? Go on. Just get away from me. I don't want what you... Just get out of here. See? Because what's going to happen as a result of not doing the disciplines, then what have they taken into that area of their life? Their selfishness and their self-will. So what they're going to report back is, well, we had this big fight, this blow-up, my employer's all pissed off, and I haven't been feeling good physically, and I'm lethargic, and I go, oh, let's see, no prayer, no meditation, any, 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 any. gee, I wonder if there's any connection here, right? And, and so at any rate, uh, that's what steel and steel is. That's how, uh, that's how I use it. Um, I, again, I, I will tell you, it's one of the best disciplines I've ever brought into my life. Uh, it has helped me uh, beyond belief. I mean, I mean Mr. Chris, uh, who you'll hear tonight, uh, will tell you he, he and I were involved in that for years. And uh, you develop a closeness, a caring, a compassion. Um, uh, see, you know, Dave brought up something. And this is so important. Here's these people in his group watching him drift off into la-la land that he could drink behind and nobody's saying anything to him. You know, and, and Steel and Steel ultimately for me became a vehicle in which men that I cared about and loved about deeply, uh, areas in which they would fall asleep, think they were dreaming, they were awake, I could bring that to their attention. I did that in the spirit of love. I didn't do it in the spirit of judgment. I didn't do it, you know, in, in anything else. So uh, that's a little bit about about steel on steel. Uh, I think uh, Dave, I think, brought some forms, uh, which are pretty similar to the ones I have and, and I use for it. Uh, I can tell you from my experience, if you get more than about four people, it's it's just about too many. It, it may may take too long, but and I'll be happy to answer any other questions uh, about that um, uh, during the course of the weekend. And I guess we um, are just about ready to eat dinner. So then tonight uh, you're going to get the Chris R show. Um, I guess we're going to break for a couple hours, if I understand that, and meet back here at seven. Okay. I got just one more thing to add to Steel and Steel since we're talking about it. Steel on Steel, when I first started it, I was getting, I, I, I chose three people to do it with. There's a magic of the number of four. I've done it in different size groups. There's a magic of four. Don't ask me what it is, it's just my experience. A three, oftentimes you'll get a consideration where you'll say, this is, they'll say, one guy will say, well, is it possible that you need to do this? And the other guy will say, is it possible that you need to do that? And they're diametrically opposed. So who's gonna break the tie? If two guys are saying, is it possible over here? One guy's saying, is it possible over here? Chances are you're hearing the voice of God and you kind of get an idea where you need to go. So there's a metric of the number of four. S second item, don't be surprised if you change. Do not attempt steel on steel if you don't want to change. Because remember, God's grace lasts only as long as ignorance. They will show it to you. We call them IIP questions. Everything's in the form of, is it possible? IIP, colon. Boom, is it possible that you need to look at this? Is it possible that? You get an unlimited amount of time to report back to the group on the questions they gave you last time. Well, you asked me about this, and here's what I did. You asked me about that, and here's what I did. And then I asked the question, is there anything I didn't cover that you want to hear about from last time I shared? Then we hack the clock, and you got 10 minutes. The reason for the 10 minutes is absolutely critical. 
because in 10 minutes, your ego doesn't have the opportunity to set up a story to, to make you look a certain way. You got to put the truth on the table and you got to put it on the table right now. And the last thing is, Steel on Steel is about commitment. Don't come to my Steel on Steel group with the same problem month after month after month after month. It's about change, you know? Um, and there are no holds barred. Every door is open. We talk about sex, specifically, how is it going on in your life? We talk about the internet. We talk about masturbation if it's going on. We talk about the dirty, nasty deeds that are going on. How's the hairy eyeball? You're gonna be talking about that. Summertime, you're at the beach on vacation. Were you having a problem with that? You know, were you mentally undressing other women? What's going on in your life? We talk about every possible thing that can, co can come up on the table, and it's all open for discussion. When I first started my first Steel on Steel group, the wives of the guys that are in my Steel on Steel group were saying, wow, oh, this is pretty cool. And all of a sudden, these guys started growing really fast, and it puts a lot of pressure inside a relationship when you start doing what's right, because now you're holding up the spiritual mirror, right? And next thing you know, the wives are, I'm not sure if I want this to continue, some of them. Some of the other ones, my wife begs me for Steel on Steel because she's seen the benefits. If I miss a Steel on Steel meeting, she's like, when's the next meeting? And she'll arrange her whole schedule. I'll open up a hall. I'll cover the kids. you got Steel on Steel right here, okay? She's, abs she's a, a tremendous support for Steel on Steel. Changed my life. Try it. But you got to want to change. All right? The forms are pretty specific. I give you, it's a whole meeting package. There's the reading that we intro with. There's a description of Steel on Steel, what Steel on Steel is about, what it's not about. Um, and then lastly, there's, a, uh, there's a, a reading that we do out of the big book, which is from page 62 forward. And it talks about why we're there and who, who the problem is and where do we get the power from. Something I just added to Steel on Steel. Um, all of us happen to be Christian in our Steel on Steel group. At the end of our Steel on Steel now, we started to break bread together. You want a powerful spiritual experience? If you have something like that that's part of your religion, do it together as a group. We openly pray together. We pray for each other. We have prayer lists that go on for each other, for the problems that are in each other's lives. It's, it's dramatic the way it's affected my life and the things, the areas that it have changed. It's, I, I can't say enough good stuff about it. Now it's not AA, but man, does it affect your AA. You wanna really be, get sharp? It's like doing a fist step once a month. I happen to do it once a month because of schedules. I wish I could do it every two weeks. It just doesn't work in my life that way. Everybody that I chose for Steel on Steel in my group, we're all basically the same. We're all within about 10 years of each other age-wise. We're all married, we're all double-digit sobriety. We've all been going to couples meetings for a lot of years. I've been going to couples meetings in AA for over 15 years. Um, two of the three of us have kids. Excuse me, uh, three of, of the four of us have kids. One guy has since dropped out. So I'm now back in a situation where we have three of us in our Steel on Steel group. And as a group, we're trying to decide how we're gonna handle that. Are we gonna add somebody? What are we gonna do? Right now, we're going with it and seeing how it goes. So it's, an, it's the ultimate challenge, you know? Uh, my sponsor used, matter of fact, my home group. I used to have, belong to this group that it had an unwritten motto. You think you're working the program? Show us your family and we'll tell you how well you're working the program. Steel on Steel, we're really sharpening that up because you can't live in that state of disillusionment when you got three other guys pulling you towards God. That's what it's all about. In the spirit of love, pulling each other shoulder to shoulder. Nobody's the sponsor, nobody's the sponsee, nobody's the guru, nobody's in charge except God. And that's what the deal's about. Let's go eat.
God works funny, you know. Um, I got a call one time from a guy, and he says, you know, I heard about a, a big book study that's going on up in Dallas. And uh, um, I said, well, let me see what I can find out about it. I know some guys in Dallas. So I called up there, and this guy sent me a flyer, for the, and it said, Big Book Weekend. And I looked it over, and I showed it to this guy, and, and, I, and I went to Kenny, and I said, you know, I don't think this is what Dick was looking for, but it, it looks like something that we'd be interested in. And, and that's the way we went up, and it was uh, it was uh, Mark H. and a guy named Dave F. that were leading the thing. And it, and it was uh, just blown away. I was just blown away. And, you know, I knew that Mark was Chris Arch's sponsor, and I was, I'm a, you know, a fan, a friend of Chris's. And, and uh, um, but we went up and checked it out, and it was... Like I said, and my story is a lot like Katie's in that I caught fire with this program at about 17 years of sobriety. And um, this was a level of AA that I had never experienced. This this weekend, I just pretty, I had to take Monday off when I got back. I was just, I mean, I was my jelly-headed, you know what I mean? You know, and, and, but, it, you know, it, it was working, it was a novel concept for the meetings that I've been going to. Just talking about working the whole program. You know, I mean, I, all 12 steps, evening review, morning meditation, you know, um, kind of made me nervous. But um, but we, uh, we, you know, we kicked it up a notch. And, and, and I, then, you know, it was probably a year after that that Mark just, uh, you know, announced that he was moving to Austin of all places. He was living in Dallas at the time. And, and uh, I jumped right in, you know, and asked him, if, you know, if he was taking any sponsor. Now the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. Isaiah 50 verse 7 For the Lord God will help me Therefore I will not be disgraced Therefore I have set my face like a flint And I know that I will not be ashamed Beloved, do not think it strange Constraining the fiery trial which is to try you That no some strange thing is happening to you But rejoice in the extent that you partake of Christ's suffering that when his glory is revealed you may also be glad with exceeding joy 1 Peter 4 12 and 13 James 1 5 if any of you lack wisdom let him ask of God who gives to all liberally and without reproach and it will be given to him Proverbs 3 5 and 6 trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths psalms 32 verse 8 i will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go i will guide you with my eye psalms 119 165 great peace have those who love your law and nothing causes them to stumble Psalms 55:22. Cast your burden on the Lord, and He shall sustain you. He shall never permit the righteous to be moved. Isaiah 43:2. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you, and through the rivers they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you. Isaiah 40:29. He gives power to the weak and to those who have no might. 
he increases strength. Isaiah 30, 21, and you should hear a word behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. Whenever you turn to the right hand or whenever you turn to the left, Isaiah 30, 21. Philippians 4, 6 and 7. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. 1 Corinthians 10, 12, and 13. Therefore, let him who thinks he stands take heed, lest he fall. No temptation has taken you except such as common to man. But God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. Hebrews 4, 14 and 16. Seeing that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who can sympathize with our weakness, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Hebrews 2.18 For in that he himself has suffered, being tempted, he is able to aid those who are tempted. 2 Peter 2.9 Then the Lord knows how to deliver the godly out of temptation. Romans 6.14 For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law, but under grace. Romans 6.14 Psalm 119.11 Your word I have hidden in my heart, that I might not sin against you. James 1, 13 and 14. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Proverbs 28, 13. He who covers his sin will not prosper. But whoever confesses and forsakes him will have mercy. 1 John 1 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. 1 Peter 5 8 and 9. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. Ephesians 6, 10, 11, and 16. Finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. 
James 4, 7. Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. 1 John 4, 4. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. My brother, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. Blessed is the man who endures temptation, for when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Jude 24 and 25 Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy, to God our Savior, who alone is wise, be glory and majesty. 1 Peter 1, 6 and 7 in this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials, that the genuineness of your faith, being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ. James 1, 19 and 20. So then, my beloved brothers, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. For the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Ephesians 4.26 Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down to your, on your wrath. Proverbs 15.1 A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stir up anger. Matthew 6.14 for if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Proverbs 14:29. He who is slow to wrath has great understanding, but he who is impulsive exalts folly. Psalms 37:8. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Do not fret; it only causes harm. Proverbs 16:32. He who is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he who rules his spirit than he who takes his city. Ecclesiastes 7.9 Do not hasten in your spirit to be angry, for anger rests in the bosom of fools. Proverbs 12.19 Beloved, do not revenge yourself, but rather give place to wrath, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. Proverbs 25, 21 and 22. If your enemy is hungry, give him bread to eat. And he, if he is thirsty, give him water to drink. For you will heap coals of fire on his head, and the Lord will reward you. Hebrews 10, 30. For we know him who said, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. And again, the Lord will judge his people. Ephesians 4, 31 and 32. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. Matthew 5, 22 and 24. 
But if I say to you that whoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment, that whoever says to his brother, Raka, shall be in danger of the council, but whoever says you fool shall be in danger of hellfire. Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go your way. First be reconciled to your brother and then come and offer your gift. Proverbs 14, 16 and 17. A wise man fears and departs from evil, but a fool rages and is self-confident. A quick-tempered man acts foolishly, and a man of wicked intentions is hated. Colossians 3.8 But now you yourself are to put off all these anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy language out of your mouth. Hebrews 13.17 Obey those who rule over you and be submissive, for they watch out for your souls as those who must give account. Let them do so with joy and not with grief, for that would be unprofitable for you. Proverbs 14, 16 and 17. A wise man fears and departs from evil, but a fool rages and is self-confident. A quick-tempered man acts foolishly, and a man of wicked intentions is hated. 1 Samuel 15, 22 to 23. So Samuel said, Has the Lord has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to heed than the fat of rams. For rebelling is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness as it is as iniquity and idolatry. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he also has rejected you from being king. 1 Peter 1, 13 and 14. Therefore gird up your loins of your mind, be sober, and rest your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, not conforming yourself to the former lust as in your ignorance. Isaiah 1, 19 and 20. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured by the sword. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. 1 Peter 2, 13 and 15. Therefore submit yourself to every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake, whether to the king or as supreme or to governors, as to those who are sent by him for the punishment of evildoers and for the praise of those who do good. For this is the will of God, that by doing good you may put to silence the ignorance of foolish men. Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. For who, being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant, and coming in the likeness of men, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death and the death of the cross. Philippians 2, 5 and 8. 
Hebrews 5 8. Though he was a son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. 1 Peter 5 5 and 6. Likewise, you younger people, submit yourself to your elders. Yes, all of you be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Therefore, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Ephesians 5.21 Submitting to one another in the fear of God. Proverbs 12.21 No grave trouble will overtake the righteous, but the wicked will be filled with evil. Romans 6.12 and 13 therefore do not let sin reign in your mortal body that you should obey it in its lust and do not present your members as instruments of unrighteousness to sin but present yourself to God as being alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness to God Ephesians 4, 17 and 18. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk in the futility of their mind, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart. Ephesians 5, 8. For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light. James 4, 7, Therefore submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. 2 Timothy 1, 7, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Romans 8, 15, for you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. 1 John 4.18 There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear involves torment, but he who fears has not been made perfect in love. Psalm 91.1 He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Psalms 91.4 and 7 He shall cover you with his feathers and under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night nor of the arrow that flies by day nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Psalms 91, 10 and 11. No evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling, for he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. Proverbs 3, 25 and 26. Do not be afraid of sudden terror, nor of trouble from the wicked when it comes. For the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from being caught. 
Isaiah 54, 14. In righteousness you will be established. You shall be far from oppression, for you shall not fear. And from terror, for it shall not come near you. Psalm 56, 11. In God I have put my trust. I will not be afraid. What can men do to me? Psalms 23, 4 and 5. Yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Romans 8, 29, 31, and 35 through 39. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. What then shall we say of these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or pearl, or sword? As it is written, for your sake we are killed all day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor heights, nor depth, nor any other creature, created thing, shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Psalm 31:24. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. All you who hope in the Lord. John 14:27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world give do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. Psalms 27, 1 and 3. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Though an army may camp and camp against me, my heart shall not free fear. Though war may rise against me, in this I will be confident. Hebrews 13:6. So we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper, I will not fear. What can man do to me? So we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? Hebrews 13, 6. So we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? 2 Timothy 1.7 For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Isaiah 41.10 Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. 
Yes, I will help you. Yes, I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. 1 Corinthians 14.33 For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace. James 3.16 and 18 For where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are there. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceful, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. Now the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. First Peter 2.6 Therefore it is also contained in the scripture, Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he who believes on him will by no means be put to shame. Isaiah 50, verse 7, For the Lord God will help me, therefore I will not be disgraced. Therefore I have set my face like a flint, and I know that I will not be ashamed. Psalm 55, 22, Cast your burden on the Lord, and He shall sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved. Philippians 4, 6 and 7, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. Let your request be made known unto God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Great peace have those who love your law, and nothing causes them to stumble. Psalms 119-165 Psalms 30, verse 5, For his anger is but a moment, his favor is for life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Isaiah 43, 2, When you pass through the waters, I will be with you, and through the rivers they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you. Psalms 147.3 He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. 2 Corinthians 1, 3 and 4 Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comfort us in our tribulations, that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. Philippians 4 8. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there any virtue, and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Romans 8 38 and 39. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor heights, nor depths, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Not by works, but 
of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us through the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us abundantly through Jesus Christ our Savior. Titus 3, 5, and 6. Not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us through the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us abundantly through Jesus Christ our Savior. 1 John 4.14 And we have seen and testified that the Father has sent the Son as Savior of the world. Luke 1.47 And my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior. John 4:42. For we ourselves have heard him, and we know that this indeed the Christ, the Savior of the world. Luke 19:10. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. John 3:16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Romans 3, 24 and 25. Being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God set forth as appropriation by his blood through faith to demonstrate his righteousness. Because of his forbearance, God has passed over the sins that we that were previously committed. Ephesians 2, 4 and 5. But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. John 6, 47. Most assuredly I say to you, he who believes in me has everlasting life. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourself. It is the gift of God, not of works, let anyone should boast. Romans 10, 9. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. 2 Timothy 1.9 Who has saved us and called us with a holy calling? Not according to our works, but according to his own power and grace we have, was given to us in Christ Jesus before the time began. Psalms 106, 8, Nevertheless, he saved them for his name's sake that he might make his mighty power known. Philippians 2, 9 through 11. Therefore God has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus Every knee shall bow of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth. 
and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Romans 10, 9 and 10, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Luke 6:46. But why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under law, the law, but under grace. What then? Shall we sin because we are not under the law, but under grace? Certainly not. Do you not know that to whom you present yourself slaves to obey, you are that one slave whom you obey, whether of sin leading to death or obedience leading to righteousness? Romans 6, 14 and 16. In Romans 12, 1 and 2, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may be able to prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? For you were bought at a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Acts 2.36 Therefore let all the house of Israel know surely that God has made this Jesus whom you crucified, both Lord and Christ. Romans 14.8 For if we live, we live to the Lord, and if we die, we die to the Lord. Therefore, whether we live or die, we are the Lord's. Psalm 68.19 Blessed be the Lord, who daily loads us with benefits, the God of our salvation. Psalms 73.28 but it is good for me to draw near to God. I have put my trust in the Lord God, that I may declare all your works. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, 2 Timothy 3.16. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of Scripture is of any private interpretation. For prophecy can never be by the will of man. But holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit, 2 Peter 1.20 and 21. Hebrews 4.12 tells us, for the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of the soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven and do not return there, but water the earth and make it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. 
it shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I send it. Isaiah 55, 10 and 11. You search the scripture, for in them you think you have eternal life, and these are they which testify of me. John 5:39. Having been born again, not a corruptible seed, but incorruptible, through the word of God, which lives and abides forever. 1 Peter 1:23. For he spoke, and it was done. He commanded, and it stood fast. Psalms 33, 9. Every word of God is pure. He is a shield to those who put their trust in Him. Proverbs 30, verse 5. Forever, O Lord, your word is settled in heaven. Psalm 119:89. By the word of the Lord the heavens were made, and all the host of them by the breath of His mouth. Psalms 33, 6. For all the promises of God in him are yes, and in him, amen, to the glory of God through us. 2 Corinthians 1.20 Because all flesh is as grass, and all the glory of man as the flower of the grass, and the grass withers, and it flowers falls away, but the word of the Lord endures forever. 1 Peter 1, 24 and 25 Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not by no means pass away. Mark 13:31. A deed of inheritance. The Bible is my deed of inheritance. In Acts 20, 32, it says, So now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. Amen. Acts 26, 18 says, To open their eyes in order to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and an inheritance among those who are sanctified by faith in me. Romans 8, 16 and 17 says, The Spirit himself bear witness with our spirit that we are the children of God, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. In him also we have ordained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will, that we who first trusted in Christ should be to the praise of his glory. In him you also trusted, after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom, also having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession, to the praise of his glory. Ephesians 1, 11 through 14. Galatians 3:29 says, And if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Ephesians 3, 6, that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs of the same body and partaker of his promises in Christ through the gospel. John 14, 2 and 3, in my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. 
And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Hebrews 11.16 But now they desire a better, that is, heavenly country. Therefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. Matthew 25.34 says, Then the king will say to those on his right hand, Come, you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundations of the world. 2 Corinthians 1.20 For all the promises of God in Him are yes and in Him. Amen to the glory of God through us. 1 Peter 1, 3 and 4 Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who according to His abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled that does not fade away, reserve in heaven for you. But as it is written, I have not seen, nor ear has heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. 1 Corinthians 2.9 2 Peter 1.4 By which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises, and through these you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Colossians 2, 23 and 24. And whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance, for you serve the Lord Christ. Psalms 37, 34. Wait on the Lord and keep his way, and he shall exalt you to inherit the land. When the wicked are cut off, you shall see it. The Bible is my guide for life. Psalms 119.105 says, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Proverbs 6.22 and 23, When you roam, they will lead you. When you sleep, they will keep you. And when you awake, they will speak with you. For the commandment is a lamp, and the law a light. Reproof of instructions are the way of life. Psalms 119.11 Your word I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. Psalms 19.11 Moreover, by then your servant is warned, and in keeping them, there is great reward. 2 Peter 1.4 By which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises, that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Psalm 119.9 How can a young man cleanse his way by taking heed according to your word? John 8.31 and 32 then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, If you abide in my word, and you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Psalm 119.24 Your testimonies are also are my delight and my counselors. 
Psalm 37:23. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. Psalms 32:8. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eye. Psalms 23:3. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Isaiah 30, 21. Your ears shall hear a word behind you, saying, This is the way, walk in it, whenever you turn to the right hand or whenever you turn to the left. Luke 1, 70 and 79. As he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets, who have been since the world began to give light to those who sit in darkness and the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace. Joshua 1 This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. 2 Timothy 3:16 and 17. All scripture is given by inspiration of God, and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. The Bible is your stability. 1 Peter 1, 23 and 25 says, Having been born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible, through the word of God, which lives and abides forever. Because all flesh is as grass, and all the glory of man as the flower of the grass, the grass withers, and its flowers fall away. But the word of the Lord endures forever. Now this is the word which the gospel was preached to you. Psalms 119.89 Forever, O Lord, your word is settled in heaven. Matthew 24.35 Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not, by no means pass away. Ezekiel 12.25 for I am the Lord, I speak, and the word which I speak will come to pass. It will no more be postponed. For in your days, O rebellious house, I will say the word and perform it, says the Lord God. Proverbs 4, 20 and 22. My son, give attention to my words, incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them, and hell to all their flesh. Isaiah 40, verse 8. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of God stands forever. Matthew 5:18. For as surely as I say to you, till heaven and earth pass away, one jot or one tittle will by no means pass from the law till all is fulfilled. First Kings 8:56. Blessed be the Lord who has given us rest to his people Israel. According to all that he promised, there has not failed one word of all his good promise, which he promised through his servant Moses. Psalms 
Romans 8.31, Then what then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? The eternal God is your refuge, and underneath are the everlasting arms. He will thrust out the enemy from before you, and will say, Destroy. Deuteronomy 33.27 Psalms 40, verse 2, He also brought me up out of a horrible pit, out of the mirror clay, and set my feet upon a rock, and established my steps. Psalms 46, verse 1, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Proverbs 18.10, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. 2 Thessalonians 3.3, But the Lord is faithful, who will establish you and guard you from the evil one. Amen. Jude 24-25, now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To God our Savior, who alone is wise, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen. The Bible is your strength. In Daniel 10:19, and he said, O man, greatly beloved, Fear not, peace be to you, be strong, yes, be strong. So when he spoke to me, I was strengthened and, and said, Let my Lord speak, for you have strengthened me. Psalm 119.28 My soul melts from heaviness, strengthen me according to your word. Isaiah 30.15 For thus says the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, in returning and rest ye shall be saved, and quietness and confidence shall be your strength, but you would not. Ephesians 3, 16 and 17. That he will grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with the might through his spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you be rooted and grounded in love. Colossians 1, 10 12 that you may walk worthy of the Lord fully pleasing him being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God strengthened with all might according to his glorious power for all patience and long suffering with joy giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light Isaiah verse 40 31 but those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Nehemiah 8.10 Then he said to them, Go your way, eat the fat, drink the sweet, and send fortune to those for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy to the Lord. Do not sorrow, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Philippians 4.13 I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Isaiah 41.10 Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. Yes, I will uphold you with my righteous right hand.
Proverbs 8.14 Counsel is mine and sound wisdom. I am understanding. I have strength. Isaiah 40.29 He gives power to the weak and to those who have no might he increases strength. Psalm 18.2 The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. My God, my strength in whom I will trust, my shield, and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. Ephesians 6.13 Therefore take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Psalms 27.1 The Lord is my light and my salvation, whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Ephesians 6.10 Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Isaiah 51.11 So the ransom of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing, with everlasting joy on their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness Sorrow and sighing shall flee away. What to do when you feel discouraged? 1 Peter 1, 6 and 9 says, In this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials, that the genuineness of your faith being much more precious than gold, that perisheth, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glorify and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ. From having that seen, you love, though now you do not see him, yet believing you rejoice with joy and inexpressible and full of glory, receiving the end of your youth, the salvation of your souls. Philippians 4, 6 and 8, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brother, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are a good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Psalms 138.7 says, Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive me. You will stretch out your hand against the wrath of my enemies, and your right hand will save me. John 14.1 Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. John 14.27 Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. 2 Corinthians 4, 8 and 9. We are hard pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. Hebrews 10, 34 and 35. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, 
for correction, for instruction in righteousness, 2 Timothy 3.16. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of Scripture is of any private interpretation, for prophecy can never be by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit, 2 Peter 1, 20 and 21. Hebrews 4.12 tells us, For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of the soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and is a deserter of the thoughts and intents of the heart. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven and do not return there, but water the earth and make it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I send it. Isaiah 55, 10 and 11. You search the scripture for in them you think you have eternal life, and these are they which testify of me. John 5:39. Having been born again, not a corruptible seed, but incorruptible, through the word of God, which lives and abides forever. 1 Peter 1.23 For he spoke, and it was done, he commanded, and it stood fast. Psalms 33.9 Every word of God is pure. He is a shield to those who put their trust in him. Proverbs 30, verse 5 Forever, O oh Lord, your word is settled in heaven. Psalms 119.89 By the word of the Lord the heavens were made, and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. Psalms 33.6 For all the promises of God in him are yes, and in him amen, to the glory of God through us. 2 Corinthians 1.20 because all flesh is as grass, and all the glory of man as the flower of the grass, and the grass withers, and it flowers falls away, but the word of the Lord endures forever. 1 Peter 1, 24 and 25. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not by no means pass away. Mark 13, 31. A deed of inheritance. The Bible is my deed of inheritance. In Acts 20, 32, it says, So now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. Amen. Acts 26, 18 says, To open their eyes in order to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and an inheritance among those who are sanctified by faith in me. Romans 8, 16 and 17 says, The Spirit himself bear witness with our spirit that we are the children of God, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. In him also we have ordained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will, that we who first trusted in Christ should be to the praise of his glory. 
In him you also trusted, after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also having believed you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession, to the praise of his glory. Ephesians 1, 11 through 14. Galatians 3.29 says, And if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's seed, and heirs according to the promise. Ephesians 3.6 That the Gentiles should be fellow heirs of the same body, and partaker of his promises in Christ through the gospel. John 14.2-3 In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Hebrews 11:16. But now they desire a better, that is, heavenly country. Therefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. Matthew 25, 34 says, Then the king will say to those on his right hand, Come, you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundations of the world. 2 Corinthians 1, 20, For all the promises of God in him are yes, and in him, amen, to the glory of God through us. 1 Peter 1, 3 and 4, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who, according to his abundant mercy, has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance incorruptible.